0: Have you been thinking of booking a Walt Disney World vacation? Believe it or not, now is a great time, especially if you're looking ahead to 2021. Whether you're a Disney regular or making your first ever trip, the amount of planning can be overwhelming. Why not let me, Kenan, your second favorite co-host of Part of Our World podcast, do that planning for you? My services are free, Disney pays me, not you, and I will go above and beyond with tips, itineraries, guides, and more to maximize the magic of your Disney vacation. Find more information at partofourworld.net forward slash travel.
1: Hi,
0: I I am Keenan.
1: And I'm Rachel.
0: And on this bonus episode of Part of a World Podcast, we are coming back at you with our 2020 trip report. Yeah. Yeah. So just a quick disclaimer here. This is solely a trip report. We have separated this from reporting on... Safety protocols in the parks and just what COVID is like. Certainly, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but that was the focus of our our episode last week. So, if you're looking for reports on, you know, what's different, what what sort of tips do we need to know to navigate the parks? You're thinking about going maybe sometime this summer. Go and check out a previous episode. On this one, certainly we're going to mention stuff that maybe we forgot before, but it's mostly going to be what we ate, drank, and experienced. Yes. So enjoy. We love listening to other podcast trip reports. I think that's one of my favorite things that other podcasters do. Um, and not that this is necessarily totally different, but a lot of podcasts, especially with people who go frequently, like several times a year, they do real quick, sort of like, yeah, we did this, we had a good time, we went with grandma and grandpa or whatever, and maybe maybe a couple highlights. Ours, we we shoot for the more immersive trip report, and I want to say it's more for us than our listeners, but the feedback that we get from these is always very positive. But we kind of walk you through (laughs) our days at the parks. Yeah, so buckle up. We did a three-day kind of
1: whirlwind trip. Yes. And we actually changed the date of this trip last minute.
0: Yeah, it was originally going to be Labor Day. If you listen to our show, you probably knew that, but... As we mentioned in last week's COVID episode, I don't know why I'm calling it that, but you know what I mean. We kind of went through our reasoning why we bumped it. Yeah. But we planned it basically in less than 10 days and drove down to Florida, spent three days at the parks, and then drove home.
1: Yep. It was crazy. And it was a long drive, too, because we're... It was about a 15-hour drive, so it was kind of a lot to do mm-hmm. so close together, but it was worth it, and we will tell you why.
0: Hashtag worth <laughs> it. Yeah, definitely worth it. And like we said last week, this is not a glowing recommendation. Hey, everybody should go to Disney World right now. It's not for everyone. We had an amazing time. It was our 10-year anniversary trip, kid-free. We'd been the parks a year prior. We kind of knew what we wanted out of this trip, but the the parks are a different place right now. They're lacking some of the magic without character meet and greets and nighttime spectaculars and social distancing in place. But for us, it was great. So let's, let's get into what, what we did. So we were a mere two hours away on our check-in day, which was nice. We stayed the night at a St. Augustine hotel. And so we checked in and then immediately took the Skyliner to Epcot. And Skyliner is quickly skyrocketed to the top of my Disney transportation yeah. list.
1: I was leery about it just because like when it first opened and there were the horror stories of people being stuck on it for three or four hours or whatever. And even still now, like after taking it a couple times, I'm like, Oh my god, I need to make sure I have like water and a snack just in case. There's
0: a definite risk, but <laughs> like, you're you're I guess a little more worried than like a bus or a boat that you're gonna get stranded on it. You yeah, know? but it's probably at the same level of, you know, monorail, since they're so dated and can go down at any time. I feel like the risk is comparable.
1: You're just not hanging there in midair. True. So, but I mean, like I felt safe, but I'm like, I don't know, I've taken ski lifts and whatnot. Yeah. But
0: they were quick, breezy. Yeah. And was where they'd
1: be really hot. They're not. They're really nice.
0: Yeah, and considering the time that we went there was no wait. I mean, there was, it's funny because this was our first experience into this, you know, crazy going to, to Disney in a pandemic experience. And we show up at the Skyliner queue and there's, I don't know, four or five families in front of us. And Rachel's kind of like, this is busier than I thought. <laughs> Turns out Epcot, especially was just basically a ghost town. I mean, the park opened at 11. We got there, we got off the Skyliner basically at 11.01. And there was no line. Yeah. I mean, you just walk right through. They didn't check our bags or anything. They had us take out umbrellas and sent us through. Yep. Seamless. It was crazy. Um, And we've rope dropped International Gateway before. And yes, it is a significantly smaller crowd than at the main entrance. But, you know, nothing like what what we experienced. Yeah. We just walked right in. Like,
1: I wouldn't even have known it was open. In fact, I don't think that registered with me that we're there like right when it was opening because it was like there was yeah. nobody there.
0: Yeah. But, it, it seemed like, oh, you were showing up maybe middle of the afternoon yeah. after a rainstorm or something. So anyway, because we had driven in, um, gone straight there, it's 11 o'clock, we hadn't eaten, and we had already kind of planned out, you know, we're going to be hungry when we get there. So rather than rope drop... and. I think, I don't remember if we talked about this last week. I think we did. But one of the strategies right now is don't rope drop and go straight to the most popular attraction because that's what everybody else does. So we weren't going to go to Test Track Sorin. We decided, hey, let's go check out some of the food and wine offerings. And right there, if you hang a left at the International Gateway, um, before you get into the UK, there is a pavilion, I guess, basically a big, almost like exposition hall. That they're calling the World Showplace Pavilion, mm-hmm. and there were different booths in there, and so we got.
1: And when we got there, it was complete, like I think there was maybe like one other person in there. So yeah, that's like. So we rope drop. It was also Michael K. Showplace. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Seriously, I was like, ah, I think that's uh, the vlogger. Oh yeah, that's Michael K. And he kind of gives us a wave, but there was nobody else in there. Yeah. So, Rachel, you got the lobster mac and cheese. Tell us about that.
1: Um, It was amazing. And it could have been just because I was really hungry, but, like, it was creamy. It was delicious. It was everything I could have hoped for in lobster mac and cheese. Like, I was just gushing over it. Hmm. Like, oh, my God, this is so good. I'm going to marry it.
0: Yeah. It ended Um, up being your favorite dish of the food and wine. I want it right now. After trying everything else. So, it's kind of strange that it was the first one that you tried, but... There yeah. you have it. I thought it was just okay. I, th- I do agree the mac and cheese was really rich and creamy. The lobster I felt like was not as quality as I wanted it to be. But I'm sure if I had gotten one of the other mac and cheese offerings, I probably would have been drooling over it. So
1: yeah, I loved it. So, so I wouldn't. Meanwhile, so,
0: yeah. So Rachel loved it more than me. So I'm just sitting like, there stuffing gonna, my face. I'm gonna let her finish that. Originally, we were gonna share it. I'm like, I'm just gonna let her finish that. And I kind of start walking around, and there's this booth just passed the mac and cheese and this lady is like hey do you want to try some maple syrup I'm like uh what's the price she's like free I'm like yes and it was like this gourmet maple syrup there was um an applejack, a bourbon and then just a regular and actually as much as I love bourbon the regular maple syrup which was also the cheapest was just amazing like just delicious maple syrup and if it weren't 40 dollars a bottle I could have justified getting one Maybe as a souvenir or something yeah, like that. But my point is, try do the maple syrup testing. If there's no line, especially, because it was really good.
1: Yeah. And if you're a maple syrup connoisseur or collector, yeah, maybe. maybe it's the best of the best, you know?
0: Yeah. Um. So I still needed to eat, and I really wanted to try this amazing cheddar cheese and bacon soup that I'd heard so many good things about. And it was good. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I liked the pretzel roll that it came with. But it was a little too oniony for me, so it ended up being one of my least favorite things that I got this trip.
1: Hot take. Hot, I know it's a hot take. Yeah. Sorry, Andres.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, came highly recommended. Again, I have no problem with it. I just don't understand the hype. Let's put it that way. And we were right there, also by the Canada booth. Is the Citrus Blossom booth, which we had the previous year at Flower and Garden. So, yeah, it's where you got the lobster tail. Oh, okay. Um, I
1: thought you meant the orange cream shake.
0: No, but this time we decided to get the orange cream shake. We really liked the Orange Bird sipper. It's super cute. I have kind of found myself now wanting to collect sippers. I don't know why. Just like for the past two trips, that's been my souvenir, so Orange Bird is right behind us as we record this. But for $15, which is a lot, normally $15 milkshake, crazy, but you get the Orange Bird sipper, and this orange cream shake was next level.
1: So good amazing. Yeah. It really was.
0: It's like it, it just, was like childhood in a milkshake.
1: Yeah, and it was I mean, it was orange cream, so it was like I guess what you'd expect, but like way better because the orange was super fresh. It wasn't just artificial orange flavor. It seemed like it was like fresh squeezed orange juice or something.
0: Yeah, and who knows if it is if it is artificial, they nailed it. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint is we brought the orange sipper home and it leaks. So apparently, yep. you have to have a certain thickness to your liquid in there.
1: Yeah, or maybe it got jostled in the in transit in or something. Transit, but. Yeah.
0: All right. So, you know, again, this is our first park back in this you know strange time of going to Disney. So we we kind of weren't sure. I had been I had been tracking wait times the week. I mean, basically, as soon as the parks opened, and one thing I kept saying to Rachel was, "I'm noticing that there's a trend where there's always a queue that is busier than the others." And you just don't want to get caught following the crowd from, from one attraction to another. And actually, at this point in time, Soren and Test Track were both about 15-minute waits or so. Um, but Rachel had never ridden Test Track. I hadn't ridden it since I was a teenager. So, um, you know, for whatever reason, we didn't do it on our past two trips. But we th- it was a top priority for this trip. And I'm glad that we did it when we did because it went down literally right after we, like the ride was down when we yeah. walked off of it and it was down for most of the rest of the day. So we didn't kind of have to plan our day around. Oh, test track's back up. Let's go book it. We did about 20 minutes for it. wasn't bad. Went pretty quickly. Um, what'd you think Rachel? First time on test track.
1: Well, the queue is all shut down. Cause yeah. No loaded, interactive components. So I couldn't like really build a car. Um, yeah. Which if you I listen know. To Rup
0: Drop radio, their advice is skip, skip that. Yeah, but I've never got next, to do it, I so I would have liked know, so to. next time we're going to have to do it.
1: Um, and I know it's like it's the same ride no matter what you do, but I mean, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was just okay, to be honest. I think that um, our son, who will be six on our next trip, will really like it, but.
0: Yeah, he's going to love it. I wish we would have done it with him last time because it would have been, a, yeah. I think, a favorite of his. Um, for me, I had always kind of felt like Test Track was kind of lame, especially the newer one rather than the old one with the crash test dummies and all that, Um so, I think my expectations were pretty low. And I was like, oh, that was pretty good. I, I liked it. So, especially since we didn't wait an hour for it. Yeah. Um, but I would do it again. Wh- Here's yeah, the thing, I'll do it though. Again. It's like you really need a fast pass for it, or you got to rope drop it. And I guess I would rope drop Test Track just because it goes down or get a fast pass for it um, rather than Soren. But I, I personally would not want to use my fast pass on Test Track over Soren. Yeah. Soren is just one of my all time. So glad we did it though. Um, but of course we get out and it's 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 raining per- fairly heavily. So we're right there, of course, by the Odyssey Center, um, which if you've been to previous festivals, you may know the Odyssey Center, which is kind of in between Future World and World Showcase. This weird like what is it hexagonal building. It's always had um, annual pass holder souvenirs and food, some pretty pretty good food, um, but. Now, it is basically just bathrooms and, like, a preview center.
1: But yeah. Th-
0: but the preview center was pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. It was and, like a circle was- vision type situation. Yeah.
0: With, like, an interactive model in the middle.
1: Yeah, that would, like, highlight different parts of what they were showing and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so our listeners probably know that they did take out the Mary Poppins attraction. I was really looking forward to seeing that. Um, And the... I forget what they're calling it, but, like, the beer garden that they were the multi-tiered beer garden they were supposed to build. in Epcot that have been indefinitely postponed. But, you know, the um, Play Pavilion stuff was in there. Moana. Guardians of the Galaxy, Moana. And every one of those, they were just really short kind of clips highlighting what it was about with interactive components. They were all kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So we waited out the rain there. Uh, it came down to a drizzle, and I had the... Quite brilliant idea, I think, of going to Mexico and getting a margarita and riding the Gran Fiesta Tour, which yes. has zero wait. It was like zero minutes, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, we walked right on that.
0: Yeah, which I is mean, it's never, never like a huge... We've pretty much always walked right on right. that.
1: Right, but I mean, there have. I mean, if, when it's really busy, or if it's like you catch it at a certain time, there can be a wait. Like I've, people that I followed, they're like, "Oh yeah, we waited like ten minutes."
0: Oh yeah, well. I remember one time I think it was a a a holiday weekend, and people were talking about like you know hour long waits for Grand Fiesta Tour because there were ridiculous waits for everything else. I was like never, Um, and the queue is very small, so they basically just had the partitions in between. But we walked right on. It's it's super fun. I still maintain I know this is kind of a hot take. As much as I love Donald Duck, Jose, and uh, the one with the guns.
1: Uh, drawn a blink.
0: I know. We are terrible Disney podcasters. Um, they're fun characters, and I like the ride. I'm still totally on board if they did a Coco thing instead. Yeah, me too. And that's controversial to say. Yeah, that, I
1: know. And I don't want the Mexico Pavilion to become all Coco. Right. You don't want it
0: to be the Coco Pavilion.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it will be more authentic than you know. Yeah, Donald Duck for sure. <laughs> but there are things I do. I mean, and I think you keep some of the. Elements of Is the it ride for
0: Jose Ponchito and Donald, something like that. Maybe I'm getting blank stares over here.
1: I don't know, but right after we went, Jose like went down. Yeah, like right? the next that, day I think
0: was it that day? No, I thought it was the day we. It went. wasn't, it wasn't okay. that day because I would have done it again just to see it and be like,
1: what? I know. Well,
0: yeah, because yeah, he went down. I think the next day, and then the following day they had removed him. He's back now. He's doing well. <laughs> you know, Very crooning, good. crooning with his amigos. Um, we could not decide on a margarita from La Cava de Tequila, which is like my go-to place for an yeah. Epcot drink. It's, ugh, they're so good.
1: We'd had the avocado. We wanted to do something different, but they didn't have it. We wanted anything.
0: the Maelstrom and they didn't have it. And they didn't and have it for whatever my, I was banking on being able to ask if they could make it. And I asked the hostess and she was like, no, we don't have that. So maybe should have gone in and asked the bartender, but, uh, we ended up going out because... Uh, we wanted to try a food and wine special margarita, so we tried the smoky mango margarita, or mango yeah. smoky margarita, which was mango puree, mango puree, mezcal, applejack, lime juice, and agave nectar with a, how do you pronounce this, Rachel? Tajin? Tajin? Tajin, chili lime rim. You really liked this one. I loved it. I thought it was like, it was like, overly sweet, but also had a weird kind of bitterness to it. I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan. But you I thought loved it, it was
1: great. I mean, I thought it was what it was advertised as. Mango The chili smoky. lime rim. Yeah,
0: that was, was legit. Loved was, that.
1: I thought it was all good. I don't know. I don't know what your so we problem are, was. We are a it.
0: house divided on we the are. Mango smoky.
1: So, if you have good taste, you should give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me what you think. Because that was like I don't know. It was up there. with. I wouldn't say it was my favorite drink, but it was up there.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Um, We also decided to get some more food at this point because when in Epcot? Right. So Rachel headed over to Earth Eats and got the Impossible Farmhouse Meatball with lentil bread, spinach, marinated vegetables, and creamy herb dressing. And I headed over to Islands of the Caribbean to get my personal favorite thing I ate this entire trip which was the jerk-spiced chicken with roasted sweet plantain salad and mango chutney yogurt. Yum. So it was just bursting with flavors, and, like, I love Caribbean jerk chicken, but the balance of the jerk chicken with the sweet plantain salad with the mango chutney, it just really fired on all cylinders for me. And you liked your Impossible Meatball, yeah. too, I think.
1: Yeah, would not be the fir- the. It would be the first impossible thing that I got this trip but it would not oh, yeah. be the last.
0: This was like the impossible.
1: Yeah, I had many impossible vacation things. For Rachel. I did many impossible things. This trip but yeah, on my list of things to try like I thought I'd made like a substantial list <laughs> and I was like I think was like, yeah, He was like, what else do you want to try? I was like, oh, don't let me look at my list. And it was lobster, mac and cheese and an impossible meatballs. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, I did it.
0: I right. tried everything I wanted right. to. An hour, and an, an hour into food and wine. She's had <laughs> everything on her list. That's impressive. Or your list was just really short.
1: It was too short. Um,
0: thankfully, I had a spreadsheet with a bunch more items that Rachel was interested in. Um, I really. So we did an episode with Drunk Stormtrooper um, back uh, April, maybe. I know know it was during quarantine where we did our, what we would do if we were going to drink around the world. We were supposed to drink around the world on this trip. And Rachel maintains we wouldn't have done it. I maintain that had I been able to get my drink of choice in Norway, instead of spending $12 on a beer that I didn't want, I would have done it. Um, Because I wanted the um, Linny, Akwe Linny or whatever it's called. It's like this Norwegian ice wine, basically. Sounds super strong and from drunk storm to prescription, pretty terrible, but kind of like a rite of passage. Um, and they have it at Akershus and then um, at the little booth in Norway, but the little booth wasn't open. And then they had a little another stand that had beer and the troll and the horn troll, or whatever.
1: the troll cream. Yeah. Which was like really expensive.
0: Yeah. And we, it was
1: on, that was on my list. Yeah. And we would have tried place. it
0: if you could have gotten it without the souvenir horn or whatever. And they're like, well, you can, but it's the same price. So Which like, I feel eh. like
1: she didn't, you know, choose. Yeah, because other
0: places you can yeah. get, I think, I don't know. I know you can buy the souvenir cup without the drink for discount price. I don't know if you can buy the drink without the souvenir cup. Anyway, we skipped food and drink in Norway. And I think that that was the unraveling of the drink around the world because... I, we did we just didn't want to like just drink for the sake of drinking we wanted to drink drinks Things that we, we wanted to drink yeah. and the one thing I wanted from Norway wasn't available but we digress so monitoring the wait times at nor at um, frozen ever after knew that this was the most popular ride in Epcot typically 30 40 plus minutes waiting it was 20 minutes a light drizzle in the air and we're like this was not we weren't gonna do it we were just gonna skip it because we knew it was gonna be a long wait we're like man yeah. Should we do it?
1: When in Norway. Yeah.
0: And it's just, it's such a cute
1: yeah, I think little ride. I love it. Both of, I mean, like, I'm a sucker for a dark water ride. I just love the ambiance of it all. And the smell. And the smell. I know I'm weird, but I'm sure there's other people like me out there that yeah, just like. Yeah, it's like people
0: who like the smell of, like, freshly cut grass or gasoline. Like, you recognize that it's, like, a slightly disturbing smell, but it still brings you... Something, something,
1: of I like feeling it too. of joy, I love it. But I wanted to see the queue in there too. Mm. Um, and this was our I don't know, I think I was a little worried about the queue at this one. I know we said we weren't going to talk too much about COVID stuff, but it was actually really spread out because I remember that it was there's tons of switchbacks in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, almost they, they got rid of almost all of them,
1: yeah. So you stand outside for a while, you yeah. walk in and then it's it's really spread out. It's very airy and really there. well
0: done. Yeah. Uh it was cool. You get to go into the um what's the what's oh my gosh. This is why are we recording Oaken's tonight? Tokens? My brain is just done. Oakens tokens and can take pictures and stuff in there without anyone else. Yeah. Which was kind of neat. But yeah, the only switchback was right before you basically are getting in the boats. Like, right before you cross over into the loading area. So, yeah, definitely felt super comfortable in there. It's Not mm-hmm. bad at all. Yep. After that, we headed to China. Um, I wanted to get the highly recommended Tipsy Ducks in Love from Joy of Tea. There was a food and wine drink that we also had on our list, but we decided to pick between the two. And zero regrets, because Tipsy Ducks in Love, it's not food and wine. You can get it any time at Joy of Tea, but it's this, like, Black tea and black coffee mix with milk, chocolate, just creamy, and then a
1: very generous yes, pour.
0: Loaded it up with Jim Beam, and it was amazing. So good and so boozy, and so yeah. for the price, it's like this is one. And you get that caffeine from the coffee. I'm like, yeah, it's very wow, good. Like, I could drink this every time.
1: Midday drink, oh, yeah. nice and cold, it's yeah, refreshing yet. Gives you a little kick. Yeah, it was great. But I I mean, I really liked it and I don't like whiskey or bourbon or any of that. But until we got to the very bottom where the booze had settled where I was like, OK, it's too much. Mm-hmm. But when it was all mixed up there nicely, I was. Yes, yeah, so you probably want to keep stirring
0: it. it a little bit more frequently than we did. Um, but we just kind of hung out in China, which is such a beautiful pavilion. Yeah,
1: everything was closed. Well,
0: the Circle Vision was open, but we didn't do it. I think at that point we we're kind of still uncertain about like theaters Um, in hindsight, it's like, I'm sure it was fine. Could have done it. Um, but yeah, this is where we kind of started to realize that even though this is great, it's empty, you're getting all these amazing pictures, you're not waiting for anything. Shot, all the shops were closed Mm -hmm. and that's an exaggeration. There were definitely shops that were open, but a lot of what you do in the pavilions was just shut. And so you're just kind of walking around, which was nice, but yeah, we started, we kind of realized like, yeah, this isn't the same. Um, and then, so we had a decision to make. We're like, do we really want to go around the world and do all of our drinking and eating right now? Like, when are we going to get over and do like the land pavilion and Spaceship Earth? So we checked the wait times. Soren, I think was like 10 minutes or something like that. So we book it over there all the way from China because we're smart. We like to walk a lot, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, road Soren back to back. Just love that ride. We, I mean, in the way they space it out, um, you know, the, the first time we rode it was only the first two rows. But I noticed the second time they did fill the third row. But, again, hardly anybody in there. We got primo seats the first time. Like B1 mm-hmm. or B2. I don't remember what it was. But both, both of those are, are fine. Um, And, yeah, it was great. Walked right on to Living with the Land. Yep. Walked right on to Spaceship Earth after that. In fact, not only did we just walk right on it, we were we the only yeah. people...
1: We could have just stayed on it.
0: Oh, for sure. I don't know if they allowed that, but like in front of us, as far as you can see, and behind us, as far as you can see, not a (laughs) single other car. Yeah, it was bizarre. But it was cool. (laughs) Yeah. So bizarre. And I'm, but I'm really glad because originally this was supposed to be under renovation, closed last spring, open who knows when. They decided to basically indefinitely postpone Spaceship Earth. Um, remodeling who knows what they'll do with it. I know people have mixed opinions on updating it or not. I'm just glad that if they do update it, I get to ride it one last time because I'm guessing if they do up- update it, that our next trip, it'll be closed.
1: Right. So I am. Yeah. Glad I got to do it one more time before it closes.
0: Yeah. With Dame Judy Dench as our narrator.
1: Yep. So then we head after that, we go back to the showcase.
0: Yeah. So that, that took a, took a while doing all yeah. of those. Um, And so we made the decision. Hey, we've ridden everything that we wanted to ride. And by the way, Future World, people are not exaggerating when they call Epcot a construction site right now. I mean, there are walls everywhere. Um, We didn't do the seas with Nemo and friends. We did not do um, Journey into Imagination. But that's basically it. You've got the seas. You've got the land pavilion. You've got Imagination, Spaceship Earth, Test Track, Mission Space. And everything in between is boarded up with construction walls, for the most part. There was like a pin trading store, and, and there was another store that was open. It was just like, whew. This yeah. rough, but get night up, nice up and close to Spaceship Earth, take some good pictures. World showcases is, where, is it, where it's at, and the main reason we even spent a ticket going to Epcot instead of going to Magic Kingdom so, we go and spend the rest of the day wandering the World Showcase, trying different foods.
1: That's all I wanted to do, really. Like, that was, like, my, like... That's,
0: for our anniversary, that's yeah. really what we wanted.
1: Yeah. That was, like, what I was looking forward to yeah. the most, so...
0: It was, like, World Show... Uh, food and Wine, Sanaa, and Rise of the Resistance. That was, like, what we wanted out of this trip, so...
1: Yep. Spoilers, so we-, we got it all. Go back to the World Showcase. We ended up getting stuck behind. So they're not doing the parades, as you probably know. They're doing or nighttime shows. But they do have character cavalcades, which are unannounced, like, mini parades mm-hmm. They characters. also have distance
0: characters, like, in the grass and stuff. But because we, when we were over by Imagination Pavilion and land where they do those, it was raining. So we didn't get to see any of those. Yeah. But we did see a cavalcade from behind. Yeah. I see a nice horse butt. Yep. I think we talked about this last week, but you do not want to get stuck behind one of these because the cast members will make it so you're not able to pass them, and they're not exactly quick moving. And at least you could be like, "Well, I can get some pictures of the princesses as they're going by." No, they won't even let you get off to the side to take pictures. It was a little bit annoying, but nothing nothing to complain about. Yeah. Um, we went to you know Germany, Italy. We did get um, we did stop at the Africa trading post, I forget what they call it, but there's a little booth there and got the spicy shrimp skewer. Oh yeah. From Africa with couscous. And that was That was good. tasty. Yeah. Good. Tasty shrimp. I feel like I decent scarfed price. Scarfed
1: it down and didn't really like.
0: Enjoy it. Notice it? <laughs> we're just hungry. I
1: just ate it all. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think I shared maybe.
0: Yeah. Um we we tried to get we were thinking about getting a drink in Germany. We didn't really want Beer per se. Um, So Rachel had heard about the frozen limoncello. So I'm sorry, Italy. Why would Germany have limoncello? But we assumed frozen limoncello would be in Italy. I didn't actually have it on my list, so I didn't know where it was. But they told us that it was in France. So who knew? Once again, I feel like for the third trip in a row, we did not get food in Germany or Italy. I don't know what it is against the food. I know I hear terrible things about Italy's food and wine pavilion. So maybe they just we just immediately wrote it off. But I would have done a shot of Limoncello or drank a frozen Limoncello if we had it. Yeah. Um, I will say this. We did get some cool photos in Germany, Italy. They had PhotoPass photographers. And I don't think we mentioned this before, but there is very good reason to get the photo pass right now if you're going to go. I know it's expensive. Um, and you'll I,
1: have your mask on in every picture, which you would anyway.
0: Yeah. Um. But. Yeah. but But also that kind of makes it a little bit unique, I guess. Yeah. You'd have to have your mask on in every picture, but, um, you know, I, I recommend the memory maker to most of my clients that are taking like those big family trips once in a lifetime or, you know, like second or third time and their kids, you know, journey to high school and beyond. And it's just a very special trip. It's like spend the extra money, get the, um, photo package, professional photography, 98% of them turn out really well. um, But right now, there's even more of a reason to do that. One, no wait. We waited for, I think, one picture this entire time. Every other time, we just kind of walked right up. They were like, oh, would you like some pictures? They spend extra time with you doing kind of just these different cool shots and stuff. Like, we had one photographer. This was actually Animal Kingdom, but actually had us move to a different... Like, took pictures in one spot and then has moved to another spot with her to take more pictures. And you can't give them, normally you could give them your smartphone or your like DSLR to take pictures for you. But because of the COVID precautions, they are not taking your devices. So it's, so if you don't use the photo pass, you're either having someone else take your picture for you like a friend, or you are taking selfies. And so the photo pass will get you just a lot of amazing pictures. So highly recommend it. We got some cool romantic, true romantic pics. In Germany and Italy,
1: yep, kissing in our masks.
0: We also got the wrong people for our Italy pictures, like
1: yeah, it wasn't they us. Showed up but I will randos. say, if that ever
0: happens to you, just there's like, I think I googled it, but there's a form you fill out, and it was really simple. I just filled out a form. I said what the pictures were supposed to be, about when we got them taken, and where we got them taken. And within like 48 hours, they were like, hey, we got your pictures and them, switched them. And I'm guessing the other people got their pictures back because they were suddenly gone. So, smooth process. I know it's not always that easy, but it worked for us. All right, onward to the United States here. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, the United States does have the um, pavilion where you can watch the live performances. So, during Food and Wine, you know, you've got Hanson, who Rachel really wanted to see. (sighs) They are regulars. Lots of nostalgia acts. Very fun. Um but that is not happening right now. In fact, you're not gonna see any live performances in Epcot whatsoever. No jugglers in France, no acrobats in China, no drummers in Japan. It's really sad. Another thing that's really missing yeah. from the world showcase. But they do keep the mariachi cobras and the jammers in a rotation on the American Pavilion stage. So we kinda caught the end of Mariachi Cobra's. Yeah, and,
1: and it's not, but it's not the same show they do in it's Mexico. Not. And it's, it's not a
0: full show. In fact, they are very frequent and very short. Mm-hmm. They just kind of churn through them all day. Yeah. And kick you out after each one, which I thought was. I odd. don't
1: think they don't think it's always kick you out because we stuck around after the jameters for. A while. Wasn't
0: that the last show of the day? Maybe. I think that's what it was. Okay. I think after each show they kick you out, which I'm kind of like, yeah, come on, these shows are like every 15 minutes and they're not that long. Like, just let us sit and eat. Um. And Rachel and I had this bright idea. We we were thinking about, hey, let's get get some air conditioning, just sit and chill. Because we had just missed the Mariachi Cobra show. We didn't want to wait around for the next show. Let's go see the American Adventure. Yep. Big, big theater. Epic experience, they call it. Yeah. With, with Ben Franklin.
1: I guess it was epic. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It was. Okay, so the scale of it was pretty amazing. The animatronics were very cool.
1: Yeah, very carousel of progressy, but Founding Fathers.
0: Yeah. And with a little bit more and innovative technology, I think, as far as what they did with the screens and stuff like yeah. that. But I was not enough. It was very boring. It was
1: very long.
0: It's yeah, it's a half an hour.
1: I'm like this thing could this I was not expecting. <laughs> At like half 20, 20 minutes she
0: turns over to me and she's like, "How long is this?" Yeah. And I check and I'm like, 29 minutes <laughs>
1: god yeah i mean the theater that you walk in is real, like it does feel like an old american uh-huh. theater and we were very spread out again and it was very large but it wasn't that air conditioned in there it didn't feel like it wasn't a total like i don't know it didn't totally cool me down and then we're just kind of sitting there like stuck in this because we don't want to like get out of the row or like leave during right the middle of the show or anything right so
0: we which they they said you could but yeah, you know, the um, the building that it's in is really cool. It reminds me of the Ohio State Courthouse downtown, um, which I'm sure is similar to many other old colonial buildings in our country. So my recommendation would be especially, you know, I know we have a lot of listeners from the UK, um, but we do have a wide array of listeners all over the globe. If you're coming to Disney and you want to get the American experience, Um, definitely spend some time in the USA Pavilion, but maybe go see Voices of Liberty. You'll still get inside to see the cool architecture and stuff, see a little show, get cooled off, and then you can leave. And I don't know, American Adventure just... No. (laughs) My comment we got out was, here's my hot take. They should just give the show to Lin-Manuel Miranda and tell him to do something fun with it. Like, you can still tell the same story, Founding Fathers and all the good stuff, but... Entertain me. I don't know, and I love edutainment. I think it's great, but this just, just need to did, be it was edutained. long and slow. Yeah, <laughs> we're missing the tane yeah. in edutainment. <laughs> um, so yeah, decided to skip the food and wine booth for the USA because it was all seafood. We were seafooded out, but we did go over to my personal favorite pavilion, Japan, for a drink that Rachel had longed for.
1: Yeah, I heard from many sources. Many women on Instagram have recommended and uh, gone gugu gaga over the violet sake, so I had to try it. Um, yeah, so I knew we had to like go back. I wasn't sh- exactly sure where we we're going, but it was at the Garden House. And I remember Keenan said the Garden House was closed. I was like, "What?" But then it says you can go get it from Katsura Grill.
0: Yeah, the and quick I don't service. think the Garden House is. Officially closed. I don't think it's one of. I think it's on the list of restaurants that's supposed to be open at this time. It just happened to be closed that day, but luckily they were like, "You can get your violet sake right upstairs at Sera Grill." Which violet Saki, by the way, is sake, purple pear juice, and lime juice. I
1: didn't know it was purple pear. I thought it was grape.
0: Tasted like grape. To
1: me, it tasted like a grape Jolly Rancher with sake. And I don't like grape flavored things, but grape plus sake is good.
0: Yeah, we went. We weren't in love with it. We were like, this is refreshing. It's yeah, nice. It was good. I mean, I the experience that we had sitting in the Japanese garden, sipping right. on our drink Under was these lovely.
1: lanterns. And, yeah, it's oh, just, yeah. such a beautiful And Again, pavilion. empty,
0: nice breeze going. I mean, and at yeah. this point, by the way, the storms had subsided. Oh, yeah, the
1: weather was perfect. And the weather was just
0: amazing. Point. So we're just sitting in Japan, yeah, it was relaxing. Great. It was one of my favorite moments of the trip.
1: Yeah.
0: Personally, I would just rather have a cold sake. Yeah. Rather than the violet. Sake. Yeah, I
1: wonder if there's other sakis we could try because, like, I love the purple Sake, or what is it called? Violet Sake, because it's just, I mean, purple is my favorite color. Yeah. It's just such a pretty, pretty drink and it's refreshing that I'm just like feel so happy drinking it. But if we could get some of that unfiltered Sake and drink it cold, that would mm-hmm. be pretty great. So, oh, yeah. I yeah. wonder if we can do
0: that. But that was, that was, it
1: was still quite a moment. So
0: nice. Um, Onward to Morocco, where we didn't get anything, but I love the Morocco Pavilion, and it was really kind of cool. It felt like you were just on, like, the streets of Morocco, wandering around. Yeah,
1: except it was empty. That's what
0: I mean. Yeah, it was like... Right. But but when it's full, full, everyone dressed up like tourists, you get the sense that you're in Disney World, whereas this was like, yeah, there was one other family in there, and we were just kind of walking around, so it was like... Yeah. Got lots of cool pictures, and that, that kind of sums up this trip. Like, the pictures we got are amazing. Yes, we have a face mask in all of them, but, like, yeah, so many, like, vistas were captured when the parks were this empty. I think
1: that was Keenan's word of the trip was vista. Oh look, another vista. I have to get this vista.
0: vista. <laughs> Hold on, here's a vista.
1: He also uses that a lot with Animal Crossing. Do I? Yes, yeah, so you're like, oh, I need to create a vista.
0: Didn't know that I overused you really, the word vista.
1: You re-
0: Mm, Yeah, need to expand my vocabulary. (laughs) Um, And you know, what's food and wine without some pão de queijo? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but the cheesy bread from Brazil still blows my mind that it's gluten free.
1: Still blows my mind that people don't. There's some people that don't like it. Like after I I had it, love it,
0: it, and it's expensive.
1: But I feel like
0: it's delicious and cheesy bread. And it's delicious. And I just you pull it apart and it's so cheesy.
1: Yeah, it's great. I just I don't. I mean.
0: I don't know. It's five dollars guess... for little two little balls of cheese bread. I get why. I get, I get that people. Maybe think I'll it's get the overrated. kind from
1: Costco. See. if it Why? Because right, people
0: up. say that, that. I don't know, but. Yeah, we. They. I didn't know Costco had.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just have to get like a.
0: Bag 10 of one hundred pounds of it. It's cool. We anyway, need a, we need a Disney theme dining night anyway, so. Got to pick it up.
1: Guess we'll have the neighbors over.
0: Um. All right, so France, another one of my favorite pavilions. Just think it's so beautiful. The fountain. Um, there's like a Remy statue there now. Um, yeah,
1: we felt like Remy was our, kind of our icon for the trip.
0: Our spirit and animal. our,
1: like, song was the the Remy. Or the Ratatouille theme. The festum, theme.
0: or whatever. The feast. Yeah. The theme from the movie. Yeah. We watched Ratatouille right before taking this trip. And I feel like... It was very fitting. yeah. And we always have a movie, first of all, Peter Pan on Packing Day, always watch that. Um, but we also have a movie that we watched just like right before our trip that kind of like sets the tone. And for this one, it was Ratatouille and it was very fitting. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: our first Skyliner was the Ratatouille been Skyliner. Right.
1: And it would have been even better if Ratatouille had been open. Yes,
0: because originally it was scheduled for summer of 2020. Of course, we understand that, that isn't possible. No, no complaints, but it would have been nice if that was open. Yeah. Um, but I really wanted to try the Grand Marnier slush from Les Vins du Chef de France. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the booth right outside that restaurant that's right kind of on the corner there of the beginning of the French pavilion. Um, there is that slush that they have that's the food and wine one. I've heard mixed reviews. This one people rave one. about. Yeah. I knew personally I would like this one better and Rachel left it up to me. So I went with this. It's got Grand Marnier, Grey Goose Orange, rum, and orange juice. And it is boozy, but it tastes just like a boozy orange cream slushy, like a dream sickle. Yeah. Ugh. So good. Because it's like, I love the orange bird slushy or shake or whatever it was. This is like that with a bunch of alcohol in it.
1: Yeah, it was Delicious. good. I think I just wish we would have got something a little different.
0: Sorry. I And I will say that. I'm like, well, this tastes very similar. So it was super tasty. I just wish, I think what I said was, I wish I would have saved that for a future trip and gotten something food and wine for this trip. Eh,
1: whatever.
0: It's okay. You know, no regrets getting it or drinking it, but just, you know, you think about these things after you come back. Well, I wish sure I would have tried this other thing. Um, We didn't really explore France. I don't know why. We should have. should have wandered back because I love that pavilion. Um, but I think we were getting hungry. And so we, we headed over to United Kingdom where we wanted to get fish and chips for dinner. And the fish and chips booth, um, the fish market or whatever it's called, is closed. And so I was like, I'm pretty sure I heard that you can get the half portion, which is half as expensive as the one that they sell at the Rose and Crown, from Rosen Crown. And we went up to like where you check into the Rosen and Crown, and they told us you have to go inside to the bar, which I was really confused about. But here's how it works: the back half of the bar slash restaurant is closed off for dining patrons, so you have to have a reservation for that. However, you can still walk into the entrance of the Rosen and Crown, and they've got the the front of the bar blocked off and some bartenders. And if you're familiar with that bar, you the bar kind of goes around in a circle, so. They can kind of make their way around. But anyway, you can order the fish and chips from there and drinks and all that stuff. It's just to go. Right. Like there were tables, but I got the impression they did not want us sitting at those tables because they said you can wait here while your food <laughs> didn't say so you can eat here, so you can wait here. So we took our food out and ate, as we are prone to do, in the little London Street area where the um the garden um, gazebo is. Yeah. yeah. Where Allison and um Mary Poppins have been doing there. Yeah, we didn't distance. get to see them either. Just, didn't get to see them. It was late at this point. Yeah. Um, fish and chips were tasty.
1: They were. Yeah. They were really good.
0: Really good. Definitely I mean, would get it again. Um, didn't get a beer. I'm kind of like, why didn't we get a beer? I love their little like mix, beer mixes yeah, I know, there. But I think we just weren't feeling it.
1: I think we'd already had enough at that point. <laughs> I don't I mean,
0: know. You, you, it's like the drinks aren't that busy, and enough. yeah, but we came in under budget on our Epcot and wine spending um but we had this great moment after eating where there was literally no one in the uk and i was like, "Hey, rachel take a video of me and i just was frolicking down the streets yeah of england and she's like i want to do it and so <laughs> we're just like dancing and frolicking and taking videos and pictures and just laughing and it's just nice there times. was like nobody there it was so crazy yeah and if we weren't tired at this point i'm ready to go home I could have went and rode Soren again, or gone back to France, or something. Um, But we decided we're gonna get a Nitro Frozen Chocolate Pop from the World Show Place, which we had saw we had seen when we first went in there, but weren't ready for dessert at that point. So we're like, "Yeah, let's go get that." um, Yeah. And then go home.
1: Sound like a good dessert after some savory fish and chips.
0: I really liked it. Rachel was not impressed.
1: No, and then I felt bad because, like, I think at that point I was just had so many sweets and stuff like that and i do not have as big of a sweet tooth as Canon, so mm. but and you
0: were like i don't know why i even got this i don't like cake that much
1: well i like ooey gooey cake and mm. i like cake batter yeah. so this was just too dry for me but it, it wasn't tastes, in the
0: dry it's pretty moist
1: no <laughs> but i mean my regret is not getting any candy on it well, same I, price and i tried i know but i was like so sweeted out at that point, yeah. but we should have just done it because every time I see someone's picture with like Twix on it, I was like, ah, that
0: would have been regrets. better. Regrets, yeah, and especially because it would have been frozen Twix. I think you, did, I think you weren't thinking about the frozen aspect of the candy,
1: and it would have added some more texture than just like dry cake. Yeah, so, so anyway, that's our regret a miss of that for one. Me. I
0: liked it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and we should have gone home. This and this is kind of a a trademark of our trips. We always push ourselves. Like, well, let's just do a little bit more because why not? We're here. You yeah. Know? We may not have the energy, but it's worth it. And we realized that we didn't explore Canada. We had got food at Canada, but hadn't explored and it. And I
1: love Canada. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love that pavilion. I feel like it's underrated. And I just love the waterfall. It also has the dark water smell. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it like draws me to it. I'm like, oh, And it's got nose. that
0: famous chateau or whatever where you've got La Salle below it. Yeah. And it's so, so cool. like, once again, beautiful vista. Got some great pictures. But there's nobody there. It was just like Yeah, little felt again, like we were kind of going on
1: this little excursion, like, into the... It was great. Yeah, it was... It was... And again, the weather was perfect at that point, Yeah,
0: so. I know we have a lot of a slash listeners who of are locals, who go on the weekends. Do a favor take a favor. Take a random day, of of the week day off, and go to Epcot, and just...
1: Go to Canada.
0: (laughs) Hang out (laughs) around the World Showcase because it was sublime. So that wraps that up. Nothing exciting. We stayed at the pop. Didn't do anything. Pool was closed at nine. So that was kind of a bummer. So as in
1: true form
0: is prone to happen with us when we do trip reports. I ambitiously said "Eh, it was three days. We can get it all done in one episode. And here we are detailing every single aspect of our trip to you. And we've hit pretty much what our episodes usually are yep. lengthwise. Should have known it was going to happen. So, yeah. this is day one. We'll come back <laughs> with you with More day two. Bonus these, and again, these are bonus episodes. So, you know, we're not replacing content with this. I know because I know trip reports aren't for everybody, but for those who like them, hopefully you're appreciating them. Let us know what you thought of this one. Are there any things that we missed at Food and Wine? Anything that we had that you totally agree is spot on, uh, let us know. Reach out to us via social media or the website partofourworld.net. Yeah. And we'll see you real soon for part two, Hollywood Studios.
1: And thanks for being a part of our world.
0: Bye. Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at Part of Our World Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P-O-O-W podcast. You could also shoot us an email, partofarworldpodcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614-392-8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland! Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank
1: you. Goodbye.